This is an Ion Annapolis bonus podcast. All right, we're down here at Yacht Haven in Eastport, and I love Eastport because that's like the best part of Annapolis. Anyhow, <laughs> we are with uh, Jeremy Chelius, who is the chief operating officer, according to the website, of a company called October Contracting. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Thanks for having me, John. Awesome, man. Well, you know, we love to talk about local small businesses, and uh, you are local and you are small, and we want to find out about October Contracting, and it's pretty much run by you and your wife, right? Yeah, so it's uh, we're a woman-owned business. Yeah. Uh, my my wife and I started the the business a number of years ago, and uh, we did, saw an option, you know, an opportunity for us to start, and so we started uh, six years ago. And you took it. And we took it. And so I work for my wife, and we work together, and. Unfortunately, she couldn't be here today because the Anne Arundel schools had a half day. And oh, that's she, right. That's right. Well, okay. So she's the boss here in the office. What about at home? She's the boss there too. <laughs> okay. And Jeremy is the smartest man in the room here. That is <laughs> that that won't go anywhere there. But what kind of contracting do you do? I mean, I'm I'm assuming I didn't see any papers or something or you know, bulldozers out front. So I'm assuming you're not doing highway contracting. We mainly subcontract out all of our work. Um, we have a couple of in-house carpentry guys that, that do smaller stuff. Um, you know, if we're doing a, a small office renovation or something like that, we'll take that with our in-house guys. But normally, you know, we subcontract it all out. And so we're like a, what some people would call like a paper contractor. Okay, well, well so we what, manage the process. Well, that's I mean, it's, it's a critical part of the process for sure. But what I mean, what types of contracting are you doing? I mean, are we looking? At, are we talking houses? Are we talking uh, skyscrapers? Or yes. Yeah, so, so we started out um, originally focused on um, commercial projects. So we would, you know, McDonald's is one of our clients. Uh, we do interior fit outs of office space, and. Over the past couple of years, COVID came and, you know, we see what, what's going on with uh, the office market right now, which was a big part of our business. And that's really slowed down a lot. Uh, that's not surprising. <laughs> no. Uh, we were joking. Edward St. John had last year or a year before, just before COVID actually, had, uh, had a stellar year for St. John Properties. And he uh, gave out, I think. I, my numbers may be off. I think he gave out $10 million worth of bonuses to his 200 and some odd employees. And I mean, some of them were literally life-changing bonuses at the Christmas thing, Christmas right. party. And then, you know, March 16th rolls around and I'm like, oh man, I would not want to be the commercial real estate guy when everything shuts down. Yeah. Yeah. No, it wasn't, wasn't a great time. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, we've got a lot of really good clients that we've been working with for years. And so that really helped us get through it. So our office business is still going. It's just, you know, a smaller volume, which, you know, since we're not employing 50 guys, didn't kill us. Um, right. And then, you know, we still do retail and any sort of retail or restaurant type stuff we do. And then um, I was helping a friend who is, I won't name he was getting in a very strong disagreement with a with a builder, and he was showing me some of his things that you know his documentation, and it was really bad. And I was like, "Wow, this is you know, this is what you know you got for documentation for change orders and meeting right. minutes." And and he was like, "Yeah." And and just to preface this, there's a lot of really great home builders and and renovators in uh, Annapolis. 
And but this particular one, I was looking. I was like, "Man, we can do this! Like, this isn't hard." Like, and so we, you know, entered into the world of large-scale home renovation. So. Basically, anything that has an architect, we won't design, build small stuff. Okay, so you're not you're not looking to finish out spare playroom in the yeah, basement. Yeah, like a, a spare basement. You know, you know, finishing out a basement or something like that won't, wouldn't really be up our alley. But someone who's you know putting a second story on a house or you or know a pool house or something along yeah, those lines. That's, that's right up our alley, or or a new construction completely. Very Those cool. are all things we do. Very cool. Well, I mean, you, you talked about a bad relationship with the builder, and I mean, and it's so critical to have a good relationship with everybody that's involved. And, and you talked that you know you, you said what the paper contractor or something, but I mean, <laughs> you're acting somewhat as a project manager. Um, I mean, you are the point guy, I guess. If I'm looking to build a house, yeah, hundred um, percent. You know, the buck stops there, if you will. And it's critical to have that good relationship. I mean, the, the trust, the ability to sit there and say, hey, Jeremy, this is screwed up. You know, what are you going to do? Or, <laughs> yeah. or, or back and forth. And I mean, obviously, a good one will foresee the uh, change orders that are coming and, you know, at least let the homeowner or the soon to be homeowner right. know that they're coming down or this is a problem with this or this is what we need. Because I mean, there's always obviously things that, are, that do come up that are you know, unforeseen. But your background is in construction, correct, yourself? Yeah, yeah. And Allison is in the money. Right. Allison, uh, she's grown her career in the finance world. She worked for a hedge fund in New York, or a fund of funds in New York, basically running their HR, and she's got a finance degree. So we work really well together because I'm out in the field, not out in the field as much anymore, but... I'm out in the field and she's in the back office stuff and so we share this little office here and well, that that, and, that and, works perfectly and and your background I mean you're not a guy out on the roof swinging a hammer no. uh, yourself I mean uh, I mean but maybe that's not to say I wouldn't do it <laughs> well yeah you I mean as a small business owner you do whatever yeah. you need to do to get it done get the job done um, I mean you know I'm I'm sure if you know you're looking for a final inspection on something or other and there's some nail pops I mean okay well. I, I hung a flat screen TV at six o'clock this morning in, a, in actually our uh, attorney's office that we just uh, renovated for them. Oh, so nice. I was hanging his flat screen TV at six o'clock this morning. Nice. Nice. There, there it is. Before hours and uh, yeah. all, all the service. But your background is in, you, were in, you said your wife is in New York. Was that where you're from originally too? Yeah. So I'm originally from New York. Uh, I grew up on Long Island. Uh, you don't have the accent. Where is it? <laughs> uh, I grew up on the North Shore, right, sort of in the middle. Okay. Um, a little town called Huntington, which is very similar to Annapolis. And I think that's why I love Annapolis so much. It reminds me of home. And well, I mean, now it's you know become home. Right, right. Well, what brought you here? Uh, my wife's family. So I started my career in, in uh, commercial construction in New York City. Ooh, that's tough. Uh, <laughs> it is. You've got unions and you know other people trying Where's to Hoffa? do things under the table Hoffa, you know? <laughs> a, a lot of really weird stuff and but if you can build something there if you get a you know then you're given a pad site off of you know forest drive it's nothing <laughs> you know you know I'm, I'm channeling frank sinatra you know if you can make it there you can make yeah. it anywhere i mean my daughter lives up there and i mean i've seen just the way they you know this sandwich things in the little little places and you know it's amazing I mean, the things you don't even think about are like you know, emptying trash. 
you know, like if you've you've got these small little streets and you need to get a dumpster or something, you can't do it. Yeah. So you got to figure alternative ways, and so we'd have trash carts and things like that. And do you miss New York? At times. At times. Especially in the winter. <laughs> it sounds crazy to a lot of people, but you know, from New York, we were only like four hours up to Vermont to do some great skiing. Okay. I miss that. Right. <laughs> Being from New York, you can drive in the snow, I'm imagining? Yes. Okay, yes. you're not like the typical Marylander. That you <laughs> just hear that there's going to be flurries and schools get canceled. And yeah, or, or, or my kid's school gets canceled and it just rains. <laughs> does that does that embarrass you to say, you know, when, when our neighbors react that way? It does me. It, it, it does a little bit. I mean, it's, it's, it's like my brothers and sisters, sisters will text me and be like, really? A snow day? <laughs> I can still see grass through your, through your snow. I know, but it's slippery snow. It's slippery <laughs> snow. Um, but so you said you've worked for your attorney here, and you've done McDonald's and stuff like that. What are the what's some what are just some projects in town that you that you have worked on? Actually, believe it or not, we we've, we've done one small like painting project in town. But other than that, most of our business has been in Washington D.C., Northern Virginia, Richmond. Maryland, you know, like the Silver Spring, Montgomery okay. County area. We actually do very little business in Annapolis, which we'd like to change for anyone who's listening. <laughs> uh, do a, do a, do a couple and deal with their permitting issues, and me might yeah. <laughs> you might sing you might sing a different uh, a different tune on there. But um, I mean, can I come into your office and just sit down and say, hey, Jeremy, I'm looking to build a house, and I don't know really what I want. I mean, I I got seven hundred grand that's burning the hole in my wallet and you, can you say hey yeah i've got a nice little 600 foot apartment in east <laughs> you, know, but, you know but i mean you know could you take me from those you know soup to nuts start to finish land acquisition building furn not furnishing with furniture but i mean you know the carpets and the tiles and the finishes and yeah so so like i was saying so when we got into sort of into building homes so building homes is something that i've always really enjoyed um, and it's funny, when I was starting my career, not starting, I was in my career, I was about to get married. I was like three weeks away from my wedding, and my bosses called me into their office, and I was like, uh-oh, this is, I felt like I was getting in trouble. And they said, we got good news and we got bad news. I was an APM at the time, they said, you know, assistant project manager. I said, we're going to promote you to project manager. The bad news is you're going to build our homes. And so they each were building these ultra-modern, all-glass buildings, um, one in Cold Spring Harbor and one in uh, Lloyd Harbor up in Huntington. And that was my job. I built their homes. That was uh, Their personal homes. Their personal homes. They were not easy clients. <laughs> no? Well, I mean, each, each home, um, one was 6,072 square feet, and the other one was... Uh, 6,580 square feet. Yeah, okay, were, and the seven, 6,700 square foot was the CEO, right? The <laughs> the COO. They, were, they were co-CEOs of the company. <laughs> but they um, were, I mean, they were all glass and, and modern. And what's, what I like, I love, it, that actually brought me into love modern architecture. I never liked it before. But what's really special about more modern architecture is it, there's no there's no room to mess up. You're not hanging a 12-inch crown molding to show a, you know, a difference in a door height or something like that. Like it's it's all real. It's, it's pretty exacting. That was, yeah. it's, it's funny that you say that you like modern. I I tend to like 
very modern, clean, square. And actually, I don't even mind angles. And my girlfriend is just the opposite. I mean, she's more uh, center hall colonial. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh my gosh, look at this, look at this condo that's got like, you know, three levels and one sort of sticks out and it's got a rooftop deck and the, yeah. you know. Well, I live in a center hall colonial because living in those glass, you know, houses and-, and <laughs> People it, in glass houses. Yeah, they, uh, they take a really very disciplined, neat person, which I've got three young kids, two dogs and a cat, or, or not that. Okay, you might get the discipline. The whole neat thing is, is yeah. know, throw that one out the window for yeah. a while. And you also have to have the right place for it, too. I mean, obviously, right. I, I mean, I think the land and the surrounding neighborhood and the environment plays a real big role into what uh, what, what can go on there. My wife and I would say if we ever, you know, if we were ever going to build like a beach house or a, a ski house or something, we would probably do it really modern and just have fun with it. There so. you go. Keep that one in your back pocket. <laughs> keep that Keep that in your back pocket there. So you're looking to expand your residential. Do you have a preference yourself? I mean, do you, who's easier to work with, uh, the residential customer or the you know, commercial? The, they're, so, they're so different. Um, the residential people is like you're you're entering these people's lives it's you know their biggest investment that they have their home and they're welcoming you and entrusting you to to take care of it and build it and and their money as well and so it's it's a, a huge responsibility you know to work for a homeowner and and to do it well and it's also there's a lot of a lot more ambiguity and you know, hand-holding with a homeowner as opposed to, you know, when we're doing a job for J.P. Morgan Chase, it's, you know, this is this, that is that, it, it's cut and dry. Whereas, you know, a homeowner, we paint a room white and then they say, oh, I don't like that it white. I thought it was going to be this white and we paint it again. Whereas when we have we don't get that with our commercial. Yeah, I guess I guess so. The commercial, they this this is the style that we build. I mean, you know, you look at uh, I I jokingly talk about the um, uh, the Green Turtles, which is now Smashing Grapes here. Right. Uh, they built the th same three buildings in Annapolis, Gambrels, and uh, Pasadena. And when it switched to Smashing Grapes, I'm like, this is great because I used to drink at the Green Turtle. I know exactly where the men's room is. I can do it drunk and blindfolded. <laughs> yeah. so it's, you know, uh, and not have to worry about it. And I think that probably in the commercial aspect, in, in some instances, a lot, it's very, very yeah, so, so rinse and repeat. We've done a lot of uh, a lot of McDonald's work, a lot of McDonald's rent. Like, we haven't done the new bills. We've done renovations of existing McDonald's. And you know, I can do it based just looking at the building. I can do it in, you know, an hour and a half. I can tell you how much it's going to cost. I would imagine that a commercial customer would also probably knows within a couple thousand bucks what it's going to cost before you even come into the picture. Exactly. Yeah. Versus a homeowner knows the ballpark of where, <laughs> of where it's going to be. But we, we did... Um, an estimate for someone who is a, is a great guy and, and a local business owner has a house right in Eastport and he said Jeremy I want to basically tear this house down and we want to this is what we want to put up I said that's going to be gorgeous and so we went out and we priced everything for him very specific about what he was getting and he was like all right well your number is like 
$100,000 off from the other guy that looked at it. I said, all right, well, let's talk about what do I have that he doesn't have. He's like, oh, he's like, well, he didn't have the kitchen cabinets and he didn't have the counter. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, there, there yeah, you go. There, and there we are. I'll back that out. Let's he, see where he, we are. he wasn't furnishing the windows. And I'm like, okay, well, back those things out. And he's like, but it's more expensive than I thought. And I was like, that's what it cost. Yeah. And and he, he actually called me up after he sold his house in Eastport and bought a new house somewhere else that was newly constructed and thanked me and said we would have gotten in way over our heads on that you know and it's it, we were kind of misled in a, on a, a number of things but you, you know. know well it's, it's funny when you're going in the competition and we'll say it's like a very bidding thing and certainly in commercial you do a lot of bidding against other other contractors and i in a prior life up in pennsylvania uh, i worked for a highway contractor and um you know when you see somebody come in with a super low bid there's a reason. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there, there, there's a reason. I mean, uh, you miss something, they miss something, or there's just a big mistake. And it's going to cost somebody big time somewhere down down the road. Right. And I, I convinced PennDOT one year to run a, uh, a test for all their bids to go with the second bidder. Eliminate, mm. eliminate the low bidder because... They've seen, oh, here's here's something for a change order that they didn't catch, and I'm going to stick yeah. it to them. Yeah. Or, oh, my gosh, I missed this. Now I'm going to have to eat it. Right. And uh, they, they tried it. It was too complicated to manage and to procure. Um, but, boy, I'll tell you, you know, you anybody can be low bid. I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll go job for job with you, and I'll I'll beat you every single time. <laughs> but it's being the low bid on, and, on, and getting the job done on, on right? paper. Uh, you know, but I mean, try to be the second, try to be the second bidder, and that's real difficult. Yeah, you know, and, and that's true. I mean, you mentioned about relationships coming into with a homeowner. I mean, you're you're entering into a contract with, I guess, with a commercial, and you're entering into a relationship with with a homeowner that's doing it. Um, yeah. And, and so with the homeowners, you know, you were saying change orders, that's, everyone thinks that, you know, contractors are getting rich off change orders. If I never had another change order for the rest of my career, I would be happy. <laughs> generally, you know, we make no money on them and they're, they're more of a hassle and they make you look bad and, you know, at times and unless it's a true change, if they're like, hey, you know, I want to add this or, or yeah, put a balcony on. But when it, when there's a discrepancy and it leads to a change order, that's no one wins there. Well, it just adds animosity to the relationship. I mean, we, yeah. we're antagonizing, and that's other. especially true for homeowners. But, you know, this is their money. You know, right? Or client J.P. Morgan Chase, like the project manager for them, it's not his money. It's Chase's money. <laughs> He's just right, right. They got plenty yeah. of money. Jamie oh, well, yeah, you know, you know, let's just get it done on time. And you know, whereas. On the time. homeowner, it's like, I, this is my life savings that we're putting into this renovation. You know, I don't want to spend another $3,000. Yeah. Someone asked me, I mean, and, and this is probably just generally related, but how does one build a house from scratch? And I didn't really know that. I mean, as far as financing goes and stuff, I mean, I know if I go to buy a house, I, I turn around and I drop, you know, 10 or 20 grand as a down payment or more or whatever it may be. And uh, some bank says, okay, yeah, you look like a nice guy and we'll, write the check and you pay us for the next 30 years how does that work when you build from scratch i mean like it so you can you can buy a house with a construction loan 
we're and, and this is certainly not my area of expertise yeah. um, as far as residential banking goes, but you can buy a piece of property with a with the intent to build a home and then you'll get a construction loan on that. And so times we've done that, we've given draws to banks and they they pay out on the loan based on our progress and all right, so the, so basically, I, I go and I get a quote unquote mortgage. Yeah, but in this town, make sure you go to the permit office first and make sure you can build what you want to build. <laughs> um, but but I, I basically finance the thing initially upfront, but it's you know a little bit for the land, and then as the building gets built, the bank releases. They release funds on that building, funds to, so they're secure. Yeah, and then once it's finalized, it turns into a mortgage, I guess. Or? Yep. Sometimes you have to refinance your construction loan at the end to, okay. to turn it into a conventional. Um, but basically, same type of a thing. You put a down payment and yep. off to yep. the races. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Well, what is? I'm watching your your sweatshirt there. What's the significance of your logo? You've got sort of it looks like a leaf with like maybe like some is yeah. there any significance on there. There is actually. So um, my three kids. <laughs> You know what? I didn't actually think of that. It was before we had three kids. We only had two kids when we made the logo. <laughs> um, so my wife's family, you know, from long, long ago was out, out west. And um, her grandmother loved wheat. And so wheat was in her mother's bouquet. It was in my wife's bouquet. And they, I, we don't know the actual significance behind it. We just know that it's holds significance in their family. And so... Originally, when we were coming up with our logo, we tried doing, you know, like fall foliage or something like that, right. and nothing was right. And then she came up and said, well, what about some wheat? That would be great. Okay, let's try it out. That's funny. I wrote here on my notes here. I said it looks sort of like three wheat strands. Yeah, that's exactly, yeah, that's what, exactly it what it is. Yeah. Well, where, where does October contracting come from then? So, since it's my wife and I, um, you know, we started the business together, and our last name's Chelius, and like a lot of people can't pronounce it really okay. well. And I don't like, you know, like Max Construction or something like that. I, I like a, a name that has significance. And so October is the month that we got married in, and that's part of the birth of that. It's October is the month we got married in. It's the best month of the year, I think, for sailing. And it's, you know, really good sleeping weather, and October is just a great month. And so. October it was. Re reasonable. You said it, a great month to sail in? Yes. You're a big sailor? I am. I am. And I'm assuming with uh, with with sails and all, not just power boat, power boat or sailboat? Uh, basically, my, my passion is the water. So it's okay. if it's, I can be on a paddle board, a power boat, a sailboat, anything. Just put me on the water? Just put me on the water. I'm good. <laughs> you think you could have picked a better office than Yacht Haven here? Oh, that was like the immediate appeal. <laughs> I was like, oh. Can't wait for spring till they get rid of some of these boats that are on land yeah, so you can... Uh, well, I kind of I look out the window and I'm like, I could just step right on the deck of that boat and, you know, just be happy. <laughs> pretend I'm sailing. Nothing, nothing, nothing wrong with that. Well, Jerry, what is... What makes a client a good client for you? For us, someone who makes the best client is someone who's realistic and understanding and reasonable. The big thing that we tell all of our employees and everyone that we work with is that, you know, we treat everyone the same. You know, whether it's the guy who's coming to clean out the outhouse or if it's the homeowner, you know, they all get the same level of respect. And I think that's really important. Everybody has a 
key position to do. Yeah, and, and at the same time, we want that back. And so the best client for us is someone that we can get along with and we'll approach a problem reasonably. I mean, if you're building a home, you're gonna have problems. It's built with men and women with two hands, sure. <laughs> you know? It's not it's not We're run human. through a machine, it's, the, yeah. it's human. There's going to be a mistake. And it's how we approach that mistake and how the homeowner perceives and accepts that mistake and you know we come up with the solution together that's that's what makes the best client what's the uh, what's the worst customer the one that, the, the opposite of that right <laughs> the <laughs> worst customer is the no names the, no it, it's 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 a, it's a very specific it's the home depot hgtv customer oh no was, uh, i can get this at home depot for you know a hundred dollars or I saw them do this on HGTV <laughs> over a weekend. It's funny. I was just reading an article about the remnants of the Extreme Makeover Home Edition. Right. And how that show has bankrupted so many families um, because their assessments went up. They took, you know, this little shack that was maybe worth thirty or forty thousand right. dollars and they built this two hundred thousand dollar house. And then they're, you know, and they're now, now their taxes, taxes and their assessments, they can't afford that and they're out of the houses. But they also said that what happens is that when you're building a house like that in two weeks or a week. There's a lot of corners cut. The, the, <laughs> the corners are cut and falling apart. And There's an old saying in construction, you, you can get it fast, you can get it cheap, and you can get it built well. Pick right. two. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if it's well, that, fast and it's cheap, it's going to be poor quality. That's, that's the thing I've heard. Uh, you know, my my tech guy does that. My graphic artist, she told me that too. I'm like, okay, well, I don't want to spend it. two. <laughs> two. Which, which one do you want? No. Yeah. I'm not dropping the ball for uh, fast and good quality. It's not going to be cheap. <laughs> no, no, it'll it'll definitely be there. But um, so you, so if if you're a fan of Home Depot and uh, HGTV, this is probably not the place. Uh, well, you can be a fan of it because you can get great you, ideas, you, you, but. Just, just can't be coming to them. Understand with, with the that's, that's television, and and Home Depot is you know all builder grade stuff. It's you know if you're building a nice house in Eastport or you know Bay Ridge or something like that, you're likely not putting in Home Depot cabinets. It's amazing. I've seen some very beautiful houses in the area, and I mean it's amazing how detailed you can get. I mean I've never purchased a house that has been more than a uh, a builder house you know that they, they mm -hmm. built in a community it's yeah. not, you know, there's five models or whatever and there's slight modifications and stuff like that but some of these custom homes that you've seen both i saw some up in philadelphia outside of Pennsylvania, outside of philadelphia when i was before i moved down here it's just unbelievable it's like well what kind of wood would you like on the floor and it's you know not just you know the stuff that comes in the box at the Home Depot. Oh, yeah. I mean, and it's like, oh, well, I don't like this grain. Okay, well, we'll send this back and get the grain that looks a little bit differently. And again, like, that comes with a with a price Yeah. Um, to do there. What's the biggest thing that you're seeing now in building that people want in their homes? I mean, I know that we talked about commercial dropping off. Uh, and I read one point where the home offices and home gyms are huge. Yeah, the, I mean, the home office now is, it's not even a luxury anymore it's a, you know it's a necessity at our old house we had you know we put in a classroom in our house as we well, were doing virtual did. learning <laughs> <laughs> and so we had a room that was you know dedicated to you know virtual learning and the kids crafts and stuff and how did they do with that 
really off topic. Um, not great. Uh, it, it wasn't it wasn't the best year, but you know we got through it. And I guess we're yeah, all stronger. You know, for you it know that's sort of the mantra of everybody. Yeah, twenty twenty and twenty twenty one. From the best years, <laughs> but, but we're here. We we made it through, and you know they're they're back in school now, and just all I wish is that they stay there. <laughs> uh, I I just got to think. You know, one thing I I jokingly say is, I mean, first of all, I, when I start to refer to past time. It's like 2020 and 2021 almost don't exist. I'm like, oh, do you remember like the other week when we were, I'm like, oh wait, that was 2019. <laughs> and, but we've lost a lot of the sociability that we had. Uh, you know, we're staying six feet apart, we're fist yeah, bumping yeah. and, and it's like, wow, you know I mean? I get up and I'm like, oh, pants, need to wear pants. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, like, uh, you know, just from all the work at home. And I, that's, that's the worst part about the whole COVID thing. I mean, we've learned some things that have been good. We've learned how to, you know, certainly operate. I mean, I think if, you know, a, a tornado comes down and tears down your office, I don't think you'd miss a beat. You could probably just flip a switch and work from home. Yeah. You I mean, know. everything we do is on the cloud. It's accessible, you know, and that's actually something we do that's a little unique with our clients is that our clients get a portal that they log into and they can see everything live as it's so it's not they don't wait for friday afternoon for us to send them you know an updated schedule or something like that they log in and just look and you so literally, what that's not like bills of lading for stuff that was delivered to the job site exactly and every and if it's not there then it's not there <laughs> you know like if if that budget isn't up to date then their budget isn't you know then so our, on really, our end it's not wait up that's to date. that's really cool so if, if i'm building a house with you and you know you're 50 percent done and uh, i mean I, I realize the money's allocated a little bit differently but i mean I, I i can actually see how much left i've got to spend in material and in your time and your expertise yeah i mean you can just look down we produce full schedules for each job and so you can look at the schedule and look at where you are and what we also offer is we offer offer a billing schedule so the homeowner understands okay you know when you're between 25 and 75 percent those are going to be some bad months <laughs> yeah those are going to be the big bills yeah. um and then when you're towards the end it's you know it, all of the the heavy lifting's over and now we're just finishing up do you do um any kind of like live streaming of the job site uh we have on our commercial stuff we, we haven't really been asked as much on the residential stuff because generally the people aren't going too far things like that we're we're running a residential project down in florida for for a client and we're just helping them we're you know we're not and and they're one of the clients that they wanted live stream it's a second home for them so you just set up a camera there and, and so they got a camera set up there i'm a cocktail party hey check out this house we're building down and <laughs> you know there it is no it's more like they look at eight o'clock in the morning and say hey how come there's only two trucks outside <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst that's the worst, that's the worst. I, I i noticed that he wasn't moving too fast yeah. on the roof what was uh what was going on well this is really kind of neat now you did mention that your wife is the the owner of the company or the head end. Yeah. So are you a WB contractor? We're actually in the process of getting all of getting certified. I mean, we are, you know, it's not a fabrication. It's, a, you know, she owns 
100%. And I, I'm, she I'm can just, fire you. I'm just a W-2 employee. <laughs> she, she, can, she can fire you. She can absolutely fire me. Sometimes I'd welcome it, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, the, what the hell have I done? What the, but I mean, you are, as a small business owner, I mean, you are intrinsically involved in this with, you know, with your wife. Um, and... You know, it's not for the pain of heart. That's for sure. No, I mean, it's got. It, it definitely has its uh, its ups and its downs. I mean, so the business was growing to a point where we we're getting a little too large for my wife to handle all of the back office stuff, and so we had to hire a, an accounts manager um, who's also like our office manager. Um, which is stressful. Yeah. Now, which, now, now, and, now you're and, not only responsible for your own lives. Yeah, and, 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 and Kimberly has a, you know, she's got a really important role. But the day that she started was the first day that our children were home from school due to COVID. Oh, my word. And so I would lie in, in bed at night and just think, oh, my gosh, we just, this woman just left a job that, you know, she was doing fine at. And we just hired her, and now just the world is ending. And yeah, yeah. I mean, is is my business going to be exist tomorrow? Yeah, and so it was. That was a really stressful. You know, well, it's still pretty stressful. But those first those first couple of months were really stressful, and and the the business actually did really well throughout 2020. And there's now, some that have done done well. Yeah, uh, and and again, I think it's I think it's resilience of people. You sit there, you figure out how to make it. I mean, you know, you don't you don't have a choice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, this needs to work. So, what do we need to do to make it work? Yeah, and so we, we made it work, and you know, we've got a couple carpenters that work for us, and we have uh, three superintendents to to actually be the boots on the ground and run the jobs. They're the ones that do all the hard work, and I need to try and find the jobs. <laughs> Well, that's equally equally as hard as well. But um, OctoberContracting.com is your website, and you're over here at Yacht Haven. It's Suite 202, which is at 326 First Street. Um, and you know, if you're in the if you're in the mood to build a new house, you know, definitely check them out. If you're or uh, or, or a local business, we'd love to help out local yeah. businesses in town. Yep, if you've got a McDonald's, they're experienced with it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they they can do that. Congratulations on on the business, and it's still fairly young. I mean, you've been around for you know six years now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not a uh, this state contractor for hundreds of years right right uh, we're, third generation we're not, we're not uh you know a, a hit or something like that we're you know we're getting there though so okay so when uh, i say i come back in 100 years gosh i hope i'm not around then but you know, <laughs> so uh so we'll be looking forward to checking it out in another 40 years and seeing what october contracting with the or you can come see it. We we just got uh, accepted. We're doing a float for St. Patrick's Day Parade. Oh! Yeah, so we're excited about that. With Mr. O'Leary. That will be on March 6th, that's, I believe That's it correct. Is. So we've got to get a float and build something cool. You know any builders that can build something like that? I got, I got a guy. You got a line? <laughs> you got a line? <laughs> I got a guy. Well, great. Well, what we'll do is we will make sure that we wave to you and scream at you on the 6th of October at the St. Patrick's Day Parade here in Annapolis. There may or may not be libations on our float. I'm not making any promises. <laughs> uh, I, I know what that old may or may not is. That's, that sounds, <laughs> see, you're at your lawyer's house this morning, so, so yeah. lawyer's office. Okay, I get it. I got you there. Check them out at the parade. Check them out at octobercontracting.com. There's nothing funny about the spelling there, October like the month. You know, congratulations 
on the business. I would love to see more stuff being built around town. And, uh, you know, as you continue to grow out of your Northern Virginia and, you know, say Western, Western, Western shore type of yeah, uh, markets. I would, I would much rather be staying more local. So let's. That's it. And if you need, <laughs> if you need somebody to go sailing with, uh, Jeremy seems to be your guy. Yeah. All uh, about the water. Oh, always interested. All right. Hey, Jeremy, thank you very much. And again, OctoberContracting.com. Really, it uh, looks like a company that is looking to partner with you rather than just to, to build your house and go away. Absolutely. Build your building, so. Yeah, we're, we're in it together. This has been a bonus podcast from Ion Annapolis. Please visit us at IonAnnapolis.net. Follow us on Facebook at All Annapolis and on Twitter at Ion Annapolis. And if you haven't subscribed to the Daily News Brief podcast, go for it. And all of your local news will be delivered to your phone, tablet, or smart device by 6 a.m. every Monday through Friday.